You're listening to the Oz TV podcast, only on the Oz Network. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Oz Network uh, for another episode on our Lost recap. Uh, we're getting through the season in a swift pace. Um, one episode a week, of course. Um, this is. The episode we've all been waiting to talk about, it's the episode where they get saved because it's lost, SOS. Um, no, it's not an ABBA song. <laughs> um, it's Rose and Bernard, um, the characters. We were all waiting for a flashback. Um, written by Stephen Mader and Leonard Dick, directed by the famous Eric Lanaville. Um, you know... This is the episode where we were waiting for all the answers and where we're, when we're getting trivia like Rose's line, I didn't ask for this, is the only time she has ever shown raising her voice in the entire series. <laughs> <laughs> this is the episode with all the big answers. Um, yeah, so <laughs> my name is Nora and I think I liked you better when you just hit people with your stick, Ben. Fucking hell. <sighs> my name is Ben and I'm sorry I kissed you. <laughs> yeah, you should be sorry. I can't help no. it. <laughs> I kid. Um, th- this is really kind of a random episode, but I kid. I do like it. I think it's a really sweet episode. Uh, it's not the greatest thing ever, but it's definitely not the fourth worst or anything. It's sweet, and there's some nice stuff in it. I mean, in the grand scheme of things, did we need a Bernard and Rose episode? Probably not. Am I glad we got it? Yes. I'm glad we got it. I like this episode. Um, it's sweet. Rose and Bernard. Um, aren't they pretty much forgotten about after this episode, though? <laughs> like, do we ever see them again? Um, well, Bernard gets to be Rambo in the season three finale. Oh, well, that's always nice. Um, they get their little shag and shack at the end, don't they, from memory? Um, but oh, yeah. That's true. I, I, yeah, I like Rose and Bernard. I, they're kind of just your random side people you like. I mean... You know, I when we get to is it next season we have the stupid Paolo and Nikki episode when we're talking about random sort yeah. of site. Like I hate that episode. So what? <laughs> stupid. I mean, I know Landau Calrissian's in it. That's the one he's in, right? Um, yeah. Any episode of Lost that has Billy D. Williams <laughs> in it cannot be a bad episode. Of Lost. Well, I mean, considering he's not in Star Wars anymore, or is he? Maybe at the time of releasing this, his grand cameo in <laughs> The Last Jedi, which was not spoiled. I don't know. <laughs> We're recording this before it, but let's go with, oh, I cannot believe Lando came back. Um, but uh, Billy D. Williams is a big villain in uh, this post-apocalyptic nuclear wasteland yeah. tw- 2018. He's like the name. Donald Trump. Yeah, you're not meant to say yeah. his name. It's kind of like Voldemort. You just have to call him King D. Yeah, you just you King, King D. All hail King D. We all love the D here in this show. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Is that what people call Billy D. Williams? The D? Like, yeah, I love the D. He'd have a big one, you know. Um, <laughs> he's laying down well, Carrizian. Of course he would. A, yeah, he is a space pilot, so of course he would. <laughs> of course he was. All space pilots have big dogs. Exactly what I was thinking about. Like you know the stereotype with people like Billy D. Williams, space pilots, like they have big dongs. Space pilots. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> speaking of oh, big dongs, um, Rose and Bernard. Yes, I think that this is a fun. Well, not fun. I mean, there's fun bits in it. Uh, it's a sweet episode, I guess. Yeah, that's fun. You know, I think I think hashtag poor Bernard can take off after this. Like everyone's a dick to him in this episode. Oh, yeah. 
but um yeah i like rose but like following the trend of season two where people are just horrible in um in their like flashback episode (laughs) dick rose all throughout it she's so horrible in this episode (laughs) she really is um i mean it it comes around towards the end and you get to know why but still dick rose through most of the puppet like this is a rose and bernard episode but i feel like this is more of just a bernard episode um yeah stuff rose (laughs) but but i remember watching this the first time and thinking oh cool we get to see them um and they're a little episode um for boring reasons that I won't get into, I actually only got to see half of this episode when it first aired. There's my crazy dumb memory that what I have. What are the boring after. reasons? Oh, I was just at like a dinner party thing. Um, <laughs> it's quite boring. Oh, we have to watch a last step. But we had to go home. It was late. Yeah. <laughs> I want you. <laughs> now this episode's going to be 30 seconds longer than it should be. <laughs> oh, I don't know, you could have been underselling it You could have been like, oh, shucks You don't want to hear it, it's kind of boring Oh, but this well, dinosaur here's... came in And then it was like, raw, you can't watch Lost And I was here's like, ah! For a crazy, stupid memory I believe that this episode uh, Was also uh, The day that both How I Met Your Mother And My Name is Earl premiered uh, in australia what a day in so australian that, history that was crazy. we all know where we uh, were the night that my name how was I met your, how i met your mother well, I, I was at a dinner party i actually remember how i met your mother i remember seeing the ads for it i'm like that looks funny so i watched it and then also my name is Earl. i like that too um and i think cougar town my history, did cougar town start about the same time <laughs> Random cougar town. <laughs> I don't think I even know what cougar town is. So. It was just a vehicle for Courtney Cox to remain relevant, so <laughs> didn't work. Um, <laughs> Hello, Courtney Cox, if you're listening. I love Monica, she's um, one of my favourites. I, like, <laughs> I like David. Okay. Yeah. Um, you know? He's alright. Yeah. <laughs> I'd I'd talk to him if I met him. <laughs> I would uh, talk to him. <laughs> um G'day David. Hello? Nice to meet you. Bye bye. Uh, yeah, I love it. They will play romantic love interests in Scream. Do you think David Arquette watched Lost? Yeah, cool. everyone did. <laughs> well, put hang on. I'm just going to sign up to Lostpedia and put that on the trivia. David Arquette <laughs> liked this episode. There we go. <laughs> uh, so let's get into the flashback um, story of Bernard and Rose. No, there's not a Libby episode. Um, we'll, maybe we'll see a Libby episode next week. Mm, I don't know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> get the snow. I believe this is New York. Um, amazing job at the set design and see this. Is this is Hawaii. I mean, I'm sure there's people who live in New York. They're like, oh, this is not this streaming podcasters. But I thought it was an amazing job. You'd never know. Um, How did they get the snow? And banana. Uh, I think they just make, like, there is a special feature when they're in, like, Moscow or something. There is a special feature about how they do it, but I think it's a mixture of dry ice and all sorts of other stuff. Okay, cool. Um, But Rose's car is stuck, and Bernard's trying to help her. They've got their typical old back and forth that we know and love between those two. It's giving or a push it's not no. um, falls down but da, 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 plot twist they introduce each other and this is actually their first time meeting 
Now, I have to admit, I mean, I'm not going to get too upset about anything related to Bernard and Rose in Lost. I think there's more things to be upset about in Lost, but I don't know. I liked it better when they were the typical being married 50 years than the he's known for like one year type thing. I know they want to put shocks in there, but I don't know. I'm, I'm not upset about it, but I've always like, eh. It's not a... I mean, I don't get shocked by it. I just think it's kind of sweet. Like, it's, you know, particularly like when he gives his speech when he's proposing about how, like, you know... I gave up on it, and, you know, I never thought I would meet someone, and then you came along, and I'm like, oh, that's me, and, like... You said he's been a bachelor for 50 years. Yeah. I don't believe it, but not to catch <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's not. No, I would give him, well, you know, a second I've been a bachelor for 50 years. Probably just means... I mean, he's probably been in a relationship. I, I, the bachelor's like, you're not married. I mean, I'm sure he's probably, like, slept around a bit. <laughs> yeah, he's a bit of a slut. Yeah. <laughs> We can say it because he's a man. <laughs> um, well, well, in 2018, you can't. It's all equality. Everyone's equal. Just the word "slut" is out of our vocabulary because it's offensive to I all genders. I think you can say it if they're a slut, no matter what gender. D- define um, slut, though. <laughs> I'm not going. <laughs> like one person's slut is another person's like angel. Sorry. You're the villain of this show. I'm not going. Um, <laughs> So they meet, and Rose almost lets him go, you see, and you're like, come on, come on. She goes, up, oh, Bernard, can I buy you a cup of coffee? <laughs> I just wanted to end this and go, and he goes, no. Joe's at night time. <laughs> yeah, sorry, I'm on the way to meet my wife. Like, <laughs> oh. Yeah, Cheryl's These at people home. Who drink coffee, like, at night time in movies and that, like, who does that? I mean, it's cold in New York, like, have a hot chocolate at least. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but it's so often in TV shows, it's like nighttime, and like, can I take you for coffee? And I'm like, are there even coffee well, shops open at this time? Well, again, it's New York, Sydney never sleeps, so yes. Um, but secondly, like, you know what coffee is generally code for, Noah? Would you like to come in for some coffee? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's awkward. So she said, can I buy you coffee? Is she going to buy Bernard a prostitute? <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were just going to buy Bernard. Bernard's actually a, he's a prostitute himself. Uh, Bernard, can I buy you? Yeah, it's $100 for some hand action, $200 for half an hour in the girlfriend experience, and $300 for the X-rated version. Take your pick, love. <laughs> oh, God. Um, That's very But cheap. next, uh, we see them on a nice dinner by the waterfalls. Is this supposed to be like Niagara Falls or something? Yeah, I'll, or comment, it I'll comment waterfall. on this. It's, it's Niagara Falls, and I'll comment on this in a second. Even though Lostpedia has stolen my thunder this time around, but anyway. <laughs> um, well, you might as well say it. Well, all I was going to say is I've been to Niagara Falls, and I watched this clip straight away. I'm like, okay, are they, what, eating in the middle of the river? Like, there's no way. This is, like, logically a restaurant, and it actually says on Lostpedia that point. It says there is no way that this restaurant could exist because there's, like, um a bridge that crosses because that's the water is, like, the border, and the bridge is kind of like you cross to go to the between the US and Canada. Um, so, uh, like it says here, um, the view the falls have is impossible. There are no restaurants, and that view is uh, falls from that angle as there is no land there. The background footage was likely taken in the middle of the Rainbow Bridge, a busy traffic bridge that joins the borders of New York and Ontario. So, yeah, as soon as I noticed, I'm like, oh, Noah's going to go off at me like he's been, like, you know, oh, this is impossible, but I'm going to blame Lostpedia this time around. But yes, it's Niagara Falls. Well, maybe it was, maybe it was a floating pontoon restaurant. <laughs> maybe. It's beautiful. Niagara <laughs> Falls is amazing. Everyone should go there right now. 
Yeah, I mean, it did look beautiful. Um, I, I love this kind of cute, awkward Bernard trying to call over the violinist. Yes. <laughs> uh, now, these, uh, one of them looked like a magician. I think he's in the wrong profession. One of the violinists was definitely a magician. Um, unfortunately, the uh, violinists do not have Lostpedia pages, so rare bad form from Lostpedia. Um but basically, Bernard proposes to Rose, uh, even though they've only been together for five months. Um, how long were you together when you proposed? That's a personal question, Noel. You know I don't talk about my personal life on this show. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I was two and a half years. Oh, yeah, that's pretty standard, I guess, isn't it? I was engaged, I was engaged in my uh, relationship for longer than we were not engaged, so... <laughs> I thought you said I'm gay. <laughs> oh, well... Have I told you? Well, well, on the topic of Ben's personal life, I've come to a decision after all these, like, teasers in all our episodes. I proposed after two and a half years. (laughs) Okay. I'm doing the Kevin Spacey, just quickly brushing over the proposal. (laughs) I'm so sorry that I did that to him. I'm gay, but I'm so sorry that I did it to him. Noah asked Ben a question about his personal life. Uh, Well, I'm gay. I'm gay, and yeah, no, I didn't do that. <laughs> the Kevin Spacey approach, getting out of things by just coming out. Um, <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> but is that going to be used in court now? Like, uh, some, like, really redneck, like, uh, Republican Trump guy. Like, well, yeah, I killed her, but I'm gay, so <laughs> oh, uh, well. maybe I can get out of it. Well, like, you're off, Sawyer. Yeah, well, that was so brave of you, Cletus. Um <laughs> So, Everyone just, uh, we'll just keep community Cletus. service. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, but then we have this kind of shock. Bernard, I'm dying, um, which kind of comes out of nowhere because we haven't had any hints of this. Uh, but so Rose, I mean, they never say it's cancer, but I guess it's kind of meant to be cancer. Um, and she's had it for a few years. It's back and it's not going away. Her doctor says she has about a year. Maybe longer. Uh, I love Bernard. This is so sweet. But you haven't answered my question. Aww. And of course, he still wants to marry her. That's so sweet. Uh, he's very noble. Probably not more. Now, this is like the opposite sides of the spectrum. You've got Bernard and then you've got Kevin. <laughs> Bernard, you didn't answer my question. Do you still want to marry me? Kevin, can she make love? Does she need to go to the bathroom with help? But this is just the ultimate two ends. Like, forget Jacob and the man in black. It's Bernard and Kevin. They're the two spec. the end of the spectrum. This is what you're looking for out there. Uh, I don't want to say ladies, people who look for men, all right? You either want your Bernard or your Kevin. There's a Bernard-Kevin scale, right? Noah's, like, sort of towards the Bernard end, I'm guessing. I don't really know. I mean, his ex-girlfriends are probably listening and probably hate his guts. I wouldn't have a clue. I'm, like... Sort of lower to middle towards Kevin, probably. So, <laughs> hashtag why I'm single. <laughs> uh, so, please write us in. Where are you? Yeah, on where the are you on Kevin the Bernard scale? Kevin scale? Uh, I'm working my way up to Bernard, but it's a tough road to be that noble and honourable. Um, but of course, Rose accepts. Um, the one least she, thing she does in this episode. Yeah. Do you think that she'll pay for the wedding? Because, uh, well, know, I mean, she's. Say. I mean, look, you know, the healthcare system in America is pretty shit, so she's probably got some medical bills. So yeah. 
She might be a bit strapped for cash. Like, I don't get, like, these, like, um, like, when I went to uni, there was, like, a 70-year-old in my class or something. I think she was older, like, (laughs) nearly 80. And all I could think every time I saw her in class is, like, who's going to pay for her her student loan? (laughs) That's a joke on the world. Like, ha-ha, I'm going to get my hex debt when I'm, like, 91 and dying. And I'm like, also, who's going to employ her? She's just... Like, I think at that point, they need to just say, like, look, uh, like, look, um... No, what's our uh, James Bond name? (laughs) Like, look, Mildred, um, look, you don't have to pay. You're not going to get a job out of this. You're going to die soon. You're just here for fun. Like, did you she, would think they would just do that at that point. Then she takes off like all the prosthetic makeup and the wig, and she's like, "Ha ha! I'm <laughs> really Nikita. Michael I'm 22." <laughs> and then I would just be so impressed. And like, oh yeah, de- definitely don't need to pay. Here's a theatre scholarship. <laughs> um, you are now in ASIO. Well done. Full degree. <laughs> Uh, but Rose accepts, of course. Um, so later on, we're in Australia now. It's been a while since we've had Australia, and uh, we're in the outback. Oh, I live at Uluru, and that's nowhere near there. Would definitely be a house there. Look, I um, can't comment. I've never been to Uluru, so yep, <laughs> free will uh, here, guys. I haven't either. Um, but uh, I, I would think. Because if we've seen pictures of Uluru, it seems pretty abandoned around there. But, I mean, if this is, like, way, way, like, it's a big rock, I'm sure you can see it from quite a fair way. So, I assume... Look, from what uh, I know of it, there's, um, there's, like, resorts and shit within the vicinity, but they're not, like, next to it. Um, Yeah, but... I mean, this is, like, a little town. Like, I mean, that's a little shant... Like, I've, I've been, um... In far north Queensland, I've driven through, like, little kind of... I don't want to say run down, that's not nice. Uh, like little Aboriginal communities, which are kind of like have these sort of like building, like the way they are. Like it's kind of, you know, it's how they live. Um, so like this kind of looks like sort of what I saw in far north Queensland. So I, I don't um, not imagine that there's little things in the vicinity. I don't know if they're this close or not. Um, but regardless, I think they do a really good job of Outback Australia. Um, Better than uh, Outback I mean, Steakhouse does. <laughs> compared, this is Hawaii. I mean, I think it looks really good. And I love Bernard driving his little Jeep with Rose. Um, and Bernard has brought her to Isaac of Uluru. Um, like, this guy would be getting shut down by a big government or, like, protests. And like, anything worse would be if he called himself Isaac of Ayers Rock. But this guy would not be allowed to be here in Australia. Like, there's no way a white guy claiming to be, like, a faith healer living right next to Uluru. No way. Yeah. The um, traditional owners of the area would not be too happy about that. <laughs> no, Isaac of Uluru. Nah. Um, but Bernard has brought her to a faith healer. Um, Bernard believes in him. He's seen reviews. He's seen the TripAdvisor, um, and he's paid a $10,000 donation, um, which Rose, Rose is mad about. Um, she's made her peace with what is happening, and I love Bernard. Well, I haven't. Aww. Um, I mean, this is, you know, I feel like this could be more sad but we kind of know that Rose is alive, so it's kind of just like, well, what's happening here? Is she about to get healed? Or, um, So finally Rose goes to see Isaac. Um, 
Isaac of Uluru. Now, this you mentioned this. Uh, so, this is an Aussie guy. Then. This is uh, Wayne uh, Pygram, Star Wars's Wayne Pygram. Um, cool. Yeah, he was in, he was in um, Revenge of the Sith, and uh, he actually was huh. Governor Tarkin. There you go. Not not huh. joking. He really was. So, um, only a small role. But, um, yeah, I mean, I, I knew him from, like, Home and Away. He's in that for ages. But um, he's been in, like, all your typical Australian shows. He was in, like, one of the underbellies. Um, and I think he kind of was a, a role in... I don't know if you've ever watched Farscape. He was kind of some alien guy. But, uh, no, he's yeah, he's legitimately Australian. Um, yeah, so that was good to have that in there. Um, Isaac of Uluru. Uh, let's just see here. Um, he, he looks like he needs to play more Tarkins. Like he's a villain, this guy. He he does not look like a good guy. Um, well, he's a good guy. He gives the money back. Well, you know, like no, not, no, no, no. I know what you're saying. I know, I know what you're saying. But I, I kind of think it's funny that like because this obviously really does sound like a massive scam. And then, but like at least he's like, oh, I can't heal you. Have your ten grand back. Yeah, but I mean, we saw the psychic. Um, with you must raise the baby, Claire. Um, and he tries to give the money back, and uh, but it's just some yeah, trivia. That's, that, can I just quickly interrupt? That's the Australian way, people. We we pretend to want to give you money back, but we never do. Like, because <laughs> what, um, what does he say? Like, oh no, I want I want um, Bernard to believe that you know I've been healed. So like, keep the money. So he's like, ah, oh, psych, got you again. I'll put me crutch up on the wall. I've never healed anyone. Ah. Um, yeah. So we do see the psychic uh, ne- ne- uh, two weeks time. So lots of scammers in Australia. Um, well, we are a nation built on criminals. So. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Uluru is a traditional Aboriginal name for the rock. And is no. oh, that's not a trivia. That's just life knowledge. Um, yeah, that's, Australians get told that when they're born. It's like, where, where? Here's your baby Noah. All right, now remember, Uluru is a traditional Aboriginal. Okay, got it. Thank you. <laughs> Isaac also shares his first name with Isaac Mendes from the TV show Heroes. Well, are we going to list everyone called Isaac here? Isaac shares the um, name as Isaac Hayes, who played Chef on South Park. <laughs> I miss Chef. Hey, children. Uh, so let's see theories for Isaac. Um, the island is the place Isaac was referring to when he told Rose needed a different place. Well, is that a theory or is that just kind of... <laughs> you didn't read the best trivia bit, Noah. In the Bible, Isaac is Jacob's father. <laughs> oh, I gave up on the trivia a long time. Um, his father is... Isaac is the father of Jacob? Well... <laughs> <laughs> but we see how <laughs> Jacob was born like two thousand years ago. Like we see the whole episode devoted on baby Jacob. Like, Alice and Jenny bashes a mum in with a rock. Isaac's not that old. <laughs> yeah, uh, Wayne, Wayne is old, but he's not that old. Isaac of Uluru could travel through time. Ooh. Isaac of Uluru is originally from the island, leaving it for Australia at the time of the purge. His knowledge of the island gives him insights that others don't have. Um, uh, he shows a small degree of super... Yeah, boring. I think um, that, that one there where they say Uluru is a place with healing powers similar to the island, isn't that basically said by Isaac when he says there's a places in the world that are unknown but can heal people? Like, isn't that implied to why he's fucking there? 
Yeah, but I mean, is um, is he a scammer or is he real? Like, well, I mean, no. When you've been um, to Uluru and you 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 were able to walk again, uh, <laughs> you tell our listeners. Um, but I I like what he says here about how there's different places around the world with these pockets of energy. Um, and he talks about magnetism, doesn't he? Maybe. Um, I like the theory that the island is kind of the center of, not the center of the earth, literally, but the center of kind of life with this magical power and this magnetism, like the, the glow from season six. But then I like the idea that there are other places around the world. Cause Eloise Hawking kind of talks about this later on, that there are places around the world with this energy. Uh, and we see that that can heal on the island. Um, so I, I like the idea and I'd like to think that maybe Uluru is one of these areas. Um, and, Damon Lindelof kind of explores this with Outback Australia in The Leftovers, uh, not with Uluru specifically, but he uh, kind of talks about magic and the Outback in that show. Um, and, you know, maybe uh, not in Namibia, um, not Tanzania, Tunisia, uh, where, you know, Ben does the wheel and he wakes up uh, there and the uh, Charlotte finds the Dharma collar of the polar bear skeleton there i like to think that there are areas around the world that kind of have this same power that the island has um and there you go i just gave you the sequel to lost if any of our potential well, producers will. as we know Nora, in 2018 given that you know the reboot is coming out this uh tv series uh you know we're looking forward to that sequel which i'm so happy to hear that you were uh, brought on board as an official writer so congratulations yeah, i mean i wasn't going to announce it but i'm glad i'm so proud of you um, like, I'm so fucking proud um, that I'm still sitting here in Hobart, <laughs> haven't left, didn't go to the Gold Coast, just still sitting here, waiting for my big break. Thanks, Noah. <laughs> it will come. No, it won't. Uh, Donna Smallwood plays Isaac's assistant, also Australian, so they really went all out, like, for this flashback compared to past ones. Um, this is Smallwood's only noted acting role to date, so... Uh, she was in other things, apparently, but it was not noted. Um, <laughs> we forgot to write it down. What were you in? Oh, sorry. Can't remember. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, he talks about geological, magnetic, or something else with great energy. Uh, he's trying to harness this force uh, on Rose. I can't do anything for you, Rose. Uh, I didn't expect you to. It's not that you can't be healed. This is not the right place for you. Um, so, Rose, as you already mentioned, is going to tell Bernard that Isaac fixed her. Uh, and then we get one last kind of little flash, which kind of plays in with what happens on the island, where Rose is at the airport, and I love this. Locke comes past in her wheelchair, yeah, in his wheelchair. She drops her meds, he picks it up for her, rolls. It's just this tiny little bit that puts the nice kind of nice rose-coloured nail on the happy coffin of this episode. Um, I, I really like how they tie that together because uh, not only does it. Uh, show how Rose is so certain about being healed and stuff like that and how she treats Locke. Uh, but it also kind of plays, almost retcons itself into season one of why she was such a believer of Bernard being alive and why she was so isolated and why she was the way she was. Suddenly it all kind of makes sense that she saw... And, I mean, you could pick it apart like, well, maybe he can walk. He's just, like, has some issues that he needs a wheelchair. He just had an operation or something. But... I, I, you know, don't pick it apart. It's really a nice little ending, and I like how it plays into Rose's character of having faith and 
how she never really said said anything to Locke until now, where she but still never really said anything. I think uh, this alone sells the episode for me. If the other fun stuff didn't, I think it's a great way to end it. Yeah, I mean, I I, I kind of what it's it's interesting how I like jokingly say about well, not even really jokingly about you know Nikki and Paolo's episode sucking, but like I feel like look, I can get why it's there. You know, sort of as a random one, just kind of why it's there. But, like, this I, at least has a purpose, I feel. Because, like, you know, whether or not Rosen... I, I think it's important on TV shows that are, you know, obviously character-driven, that have, you know, a big cast, that if they've got memorable enough side characters, that they are at least given some importance, if you know what I mean. And I think they were kind of, you know, at least in one or two episodes. And I think kind of, you know, I'm noticing that on all three of the main shows that we're covering, you know, between this Nip, Tuck and Third Watch, that even some of the the more important sort of guest people that have never credited as main stars, but they at least sort of get one or two episodes where it's about them. And because, you know, like, they have their fans and it's kind of, you know, it's important to kind of have this treatment to them that, you know, they're maybe not main cast, but it's still there. But And I kind of like that, yeah, as you're saying, like, it ties in with sort of Rose's belief. And it it just, whether or not it was the plan from the get-go for Rose to kind of have all this play out... um, or it's just kind of worked in that way with the writing of the show that kind of they can, like, yeah, retcon this throughout what happened in the first season. I just think it's just, it neatly fits. And, you know, you're the same as me. I like it on a show in, like, continuity and they, like, again, they play it up and they can kind of connect the dots and there's very little you can pick apart about it. And, yeah, like, on the grand scheme of things, this isn't going to be a top 20, 30, 40 episode or anything along those lines. Probably not even a top half episode. It's probably in sort of in the lower middle or something like that. But... It's still, I think, one that I, I, I just like the fact that these two get an episode about it. Like, I know you kind of always say about how, oh, you know, Russo doesn't get one. Libby obviously doesn't get one. You know, things like that. And it's even like, you know, we joke about Boone and Shannon. At least they still get an episode, you know, that we can kind of at least see a <laughs> yeah. bit of their life. So, yeah, I, I think kind of, you know, maybe the major side people of the entire show would be these two, I guess. Um, and it's kind oh, of... Yeah nice that we we get one episode devoted to them because i like how it ends with these two um at the, the very end of the show and you know behind um you know uh Jin and son and desmond and penny you know maybe the third best couple on this entire show just in terms of the sweetness scale and just like, oh you know yeah this is how you write a love story yeah um yeah i mean and these are some of the few characters that are alive at the end of the show um but yeah, I I agree. I like one thing I like about Lost is they do, and the one thing I like about the twenty four episode seasons is we do get to have episodes of this. Yeah, it's a bit filler, like let's make a rescue sign, but um, it's just nice to get. And I'm sure they always planned this would be the only one, and they thought they would never do a Rose and Bedard episode after. I'm sure it was just supposed to be a one off thing. Um, shame we didn't get a Doug episode, but um, yeah, I, I like that they went to the effort, and I always like it. That's one thing I do like about the show is they will do this. Um, and I always just get giddy when a show kind of breaks away from its normal format. Um, and like, oh, now we're getting a Rosen. Like, the first one was Anna Lucia. Like, oh, another character who wasn't on the first season. Uh, but then, uh, you know, that kind of gets over it when Echo comes in and you like get used to it. But then, like, when you just see these new kind of flashbacks, um, it's cool. Desmond coming up. Um, and yeah, Rose and Bernard, their kind of role is to be the kind of the representation of the background survivors. Um, 
I mean, pretty fleshed out for that reason. Um, don't tell me why they needed Nicky and Paolo when they already had Rose and Bernard. But, um, they needed yeah, I'm younger, they younger good-looking people. <laughs> Not that I'm Rose and Bernard aren't young or good-looking. But... No, Rose is sexy. Um, I do, Rose. Yeah. And uh, I mean, the other kind of interesting thing is with Rose's cancer is this is kind of the first sign that the island can heal because before it was only Locke. So the thing was, well, is Locke like a chosen one type thing? But now we're seeing that it happens to more than just one person. And we'll soon get that with like the pregnancy stuff coming up in season three. Um, that now we kind of learn that the island can heal because before it was just, well, Locke. Um, so that's kind of an interesting thing as well. But I, I like the attention to these background characters like you meant. Like, uh, one show, I just kind of a weird comparison, but The Office is they had like nine seasons and they had all these background characters. And yeah, we get to see them every episode. They, they get to have jokes and that. But I feel like they had so much tension on like the five main characters that I'm like, there's nine seasons and there's all these background characters. Can't we get stories about these characters? Um, so I'm glad some shows do do that. Um, so, yeah, I don't know if you've got anything to add before I, we jump onto the look, island. I'm just going to say it now because we might not ever have an opportunity to talk about the actors who play them. Um, L. Scott Cadwell, Caldwell, I guess you would say, uh, Rose and Sam Anderson. I mean, they, 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 they are two actors who you do see pop up in lots of things. Um, uh, they're I mean, veterans. Yeah, I mean, Sam Anderson, I think probably a lot of people, um, he was the principal in Forrest Gump who, like, has sex with Forrest Gump's mum so she can get into the school. Um, there we go. He's a slut, see? Um, but yeah, I mean, like he was in Hawaii Five-0, like as everybody else was in. Um, I, I think I vaguely remember him in ER. Um, but also, yeah, El Scott Caldwell, she was also in ER. She was actually in an episode of Nip Tuck. Um, and I think she was in The Fugitive from memory, the, as in the movie. Um, I vaguely remember her being one of the officers helping out with Tommy Lee Jones. Um, uh, she's in everything. Yeah, but I'm still trying to find the first actor that we can get when we talk and look at their filmography is going to be at all three of the shows that we cover here on the Oz Network. I've had so many who've been in two, but I've yet to have one who's appeared in all three of Third Watch, Nip Tuck, and Lost. So I've got to get yeah, somebody. Yeah, these two would have probably been the ones. But well, yeah. Instead, it's going to be one of these random She hasn't been in Third Watch, so that she's kind of hasn't ticked that one off. Um, and actually the one no, that's, that's going to be the one that you really need. No, I think, I think the one that I'm finding most is Lost. There's so many actors who've been in both Nip Tuck and Third Watch, but like, I mean, Peter Dinklage wasn't in Lost. If he was in Lost, he would have been in all three. So it's like, damn it, Peter. Oh, he would be great in Lost. <laughs> <laughs> I love Peter Dinklage. Maybe he played the polar bear. Maybe. Yeah. There we go. Done. Ticked it off. He was a polar bear. Yeah. But they're great actors, established veterans. Um, now, but just quickly, does Rose wear a wig on the island? How did they make her have short hair in the flashback? Maybe did they, like she had like a buzz cut. Maybe they wore like she had a cap on or something, and they just I don't know. Because there are definitely there are there are shows sometimes where people like have short hair or are bald and they won't shave their head. So you know, yeah. Anyway, so this is one of those episodes that really has two distinct storylines. So back kind of early season two. So I'll give you the choice, Bennett. So choose your own adventure. Uh, do you want to continue on with Bernard and Rose and Dick Rose? She wasn't too much a dick in the flashback, but on the island. Or do you want to move into our hero and the A-team and like all the normal survivors and not focus on these dumb background people? I feel like we need to do Rose and Bernard just because we're on a roll with them at the moment. It'll feel weird to like go to our hero <laughs> just to go back to Rose and Bernard and Rose being a dick to yeah. poor Bernard. 
I agree. Uh, so this is kind of the core of the episode. It is called SOS. Um, and we're starting with Rose and Bernard, and they're packing the pantry. They really have moved in at this time. Uh, and Rose is not bothered about the food drop and the palate. She doesn't care, uh, which is a really early sign of Rose, like in the finale. They'll talk about, well, we don't want to get involved. Like I love the season five finale where... I think it's Sawyer and Julia or Sawyer and Kate come up and they're like, well, Jack's got a hydrogen bomb and he's going to blow up the island so none of us live. And they're like, oh, we don't care. Like One week it's a polar bear, the next week it's a hydrogen bomb. We just want to be together. Like, we don't want to get involved. Uh, so I love that about them. So that's kind of an early sign of Rose and Bernard there, uh, or Rose being like that. Um but Bernard thinks they've given up on getting rescued. And I, one bit that I just absolutely laugh out loud is when we get to the church. And then you just think about when Bernard says here, they're building a pantry or a kitchen. <laughs> they've given up. So then I just have that in mind every time he comes up to the church and I just lose it. Um, like, <laughs> we're building a church and his face. Is, like There's no dialogue saying, oh, my God, but just. Uh, Sam Anderson's face there is just so good. You just get a sense of, like, <laughs> are you kidding me? A church? Um, it makes me laugh. Go back and watch it. Um, so, uh, Bernard, he's gathering... My favourite moment of the episode, he's gathering all these people. Uh, he's telling Hurley to get Libby and meet him and get Jin and Sam and to get Je- Jenkins um, and to get uh, the guy who makes frozen yoghurt, uh, <laughs> Neil. Yeah. Uh, so, this was a recurring joke. Uh one of Eddie Kitzer's or Adam Horowitz, I can't remember which one, they were trying all season to get this character called Froget into it, of the guy who makes frozen yogurt, and everyone calls him Froget. Um, and they put it in here, and then finally in one of the Mobisode episodes, we do get to meet Froget. Um, uh, I think it's like supposed to be around this time, and he asks Hurley, are you going to go for that Libby chick, or I might if you don't. <laughs> um, but then... Froger actually appears in the show. They actually got him into the main show as a background survivor. Um, wow. I'm not sure if you remember him in it. Um, no. Dick Neal. Uh, he's the guy when, I mean, you might not remember, but in the season five premiere, like they're traveling through time and he's talking about, what? How are you going to start a fire? We don't have any food. Our entire camp's gone. We can't even get fire. And then <laughs> the, the others shoot a flaming arrow at him and kill him with a flaming arrow. So he's kind of uh, art 2.0. So I can't wait to meet Froget. My name's Neil, not Froget. <laughs> he's really good. Uh, and Craig. But I have to say, my new favorite, like, move over Doug, because uh, we have... Bernard going over to these background survivors and he says, hey, Richard, Craig, Ralph, come <laughs> over here. I have to say, Ralph, I mean, I'm sorry, Doug, Ralph is Ralph. my new favourite. Uh, I love Ralph. Ralph. Um, but, I mean, they're not even trying because he tells Hurley to get Craig and then he walks straight over and is like, Craig, come over here. <laughs> like, could they not think of another name or is there two Craigs on the island or, like, is this... Craig M, and there's, like, Craig P. Or, um, but I love this, just getting random background survivors and the, the scene when he's talking to them all in the group. And like, look at all these background people. Like, forget Jack. Like, look at all these people. Um, so, Ralph, unfortunately, there's not a page for him. Yeah, I was looking um, for that, actually. I couldn't see one. Yeah, I, trust me, I already looked. He's already looked. He wanted to learn um, more about Ralph. <laughs> Uh, there was nothing. Um, but Bernard's with a group of people, 
and he has this plan where he wants to build a massive sign for a plane to see, which makes sense because there was a pallet drop. So there's obviously planes going around here. Um, and this is where we get the first Dick Rose. Uh, maybe we should speak to Jack first. <laughs> and then I love Bernard. He's not the president. He's a doctor. You're a dentist. And you're a dentist. Oh, fuck <laughs> you, Rose. <laughs> I mean, I know dentists are like don't have the best reputation. It's kind of a boring thing, but you know, you have to be smart to become a dentist. You make a lot of money being a dentist. John, John Mish is a dentist. A dick rose, and you're a dentist. Why? Are you, like we we later learn why she doesn't want him to do this, but I let him down easy, like embarrassing him in the front of all these people. Like I've always wondered. Like it's always a thing that like, and if there's any dentist listening, please message us because like. You always meet people like, yeah, I want to be a doctor. It's like, yeah, okay, I'm going to medical school. Like, you never meet someone, yeah, I want to be a dentist. Like, is it just, <laughs> is it just like you get to medical school and you're like, fuck, I'm not cut out for this, but I still want to help people and I still want to get into some sort of medicine. Oh, well, become a dentist. You, you have to be smart, but not as smart. You just have to work with teeth. Like, <laughs> one of, uh, probably, I'm not the most creative person, but I think one of the best creative things I did was when I took a creative writing class in um, in English. college, and I just, yeah English in college creative writing, and I decided I didn't have a plot or anything, but I just decided I'm going to write a story about a dentist because <laughs> no one ever writes a story about a dentist. Uh, so uh, I uh, wrote this story called John Smith. Dental detective. Uh, <laughs> Do you have it? Yeah, this. I uh, find it. I want to read it. that shit. That sounds awesome. Yeah, and, like it was involved some sort of plot where like the the police needed some records or like teeth records for a dead body. So he <laughs> he decided to take this in. He was so over his boring dentist life. That he's like, I'm going to investigate this. So when the police come to him for his teeth, uh, he goes off. John Smith, plain old dentist. No one ever. And um, I think the best line was that, like, um, he's like, yeah, and, but everyone's always talking about doctors, like, and then I put some famous doctors in the script or in the Jack story, Shepard. and then I wrote, yeah, well, j- let's just say, yeah, everyone's talking about doctors like Jack Shepard. Um, and then I wrote, but no one ever talks about, and then I wrote, insert dentist here. <laughs> but that, that was just a placeholder because I didn't know any famous dentists. Carl but B. then Lanchoni. the teacher was reading it. <laughs> The teacher was reading it, and she just starts bursting out laughing. And I'm like, what? And she's like, I love this line about insert dentist here. Uh, so I actually left it in the... Uh, <laughs> so that actually turned into the funniest line. So there's my, my story. I'm the one who's going out there for the famous dentists and writing stories about dental detectives. Um, I did... Um, I remember I did English writing class in college. I loved it. It was, like, one of my favourite subjects. Um I remember we had to submit work because we, like, published a book at the end of uh, the year. I think I still got it somewhere. And my piece was um, I did a script, but, like, it was about a a gay couple who had raised, like, had... No, bear with me. It's not, like, offensive or anything. They'd, like, raised... You know, they had a child. I was very forward-thinking. You know, this was, like, 2004, Noah. Like, this is, you know, come on. Um, and they had raised a, a son, and he had, like, he was nervous because he had to come out as straight to them. Um, it's like, Dad, Dad, I'm straight. And they're like, oh, no! Um, so, yeah, that was my story. That sounds funny. It was. I laughed. I think it was like, I know we should have made him watch... Um, oh, it was like there was like a female surfing movie instead of... No, a male surfing movie instead of a female surfing movie. 
And I was like, oh, I knew we should have made him watch this instead of this. Do you still have that? Uh, I would. It would be um, in my shed somewhere, but I'll find it. We can act it out. We should. We can if play it. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'll have a look for the dent. John Smith Dental Detective. I'm not sure if it's Better still around. Better than the princess though. who got her nose stolen or whatever the fuck that shit was. <laughs> <laughs> and then and then for my final story, I had a character called Henry Gale. So if you're listening, teacher, I stole it from Lost. Um, Plagiarism. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't as good as Michael Emerson. But, um, and you know there's going to be plagiarism but- if somebody listens to this episode, doesn't say anything, and in six months' time, coming to NBC this fall, <laughs> it's John <laughs> Smith. Dental Detective, starring <laughs> Michael <building>. Emerson. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, I would watch the shit out of that. Oh, my God. I think it's the biggest hit ever. An accident in my pants. <laughs> From the makers of oh. Game of Thrones and Breaking Bad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, Michael Emerson as a dental detective. Yes. And, and in his return role to television, Kevin Spacey. <laughs> <laughs> as dead body number three. <laughs> He'd still get nominated for an Emmy. <laughs> um, but Rose thinks Bernard is giving them false hope. Uh, she's a genuine Christian shepherd here. Um, what's my notes? Old sugar daddy is there. <laughs> what? what? Oh, remember last week I said, oh, remind me to talk about my favorite background survivor. Yeah, I was listening and to I never I actually did. that. I'm like, what's going on there, Noah? Who's your favourite? Noah, who's your dude? (laughs) Flashback. Yeah, but he was back this week, so I'm like, oh, good, he's there. Um, My favourite, there's like this 70-year-old guy in there, and last week when he was there in whatever scene, he's got like this hot, banging 30-year-old blonde wife that's with him. Like, this guy is like, he's a sugar daddy, because he's got this banging, or either that or his wife died in the crash, and he's found old Susie there, but like, this guy's doing well. Like, he's like 70, and he's he's loving it on the island. He doesn't want to make a sign either. He wants to stay where he is. I loved him. you got to keep an eye out for old dude. Okay, I'll, I'll keep an eye out. Can I just, I just want to add to this. Um... That like, is this episode kind of done as some sort of like way to sort of speak about like, well, yeah, what people, the audience are maybe saying, like, well, why are they just kind of living on the island and not trying to get off? If you know what I mean, like, because I feel it's kind of like you know, like with arts, how you know he was like, oh, there are other people on the island too. Why does Kate get the best, you know, stuff? Like, I feel like this is almost like an episode done with like the audience, because like I sometimes watch this show and think like, well, they're just living, like they're not trying to get off, like it's kind of like they're just settled in, they've moved in, like who cares? It's like I would be like Bernard, he like guys, why are you like building a church and a pantry? Like, why aren't we trying to get off this island? Yeah, but I think the good rebuttal is, I think it's Hurley, is like, dude, we built a raft and it got blown up. Like, that's a good rebuttal. They built a freaking boat. Um, built a helicopter. Like, what more can you do at this point? Um, but also, like, what else are you doing? Like, I imagine the days are long and the nights are longer, so... I, I, I just do not get, like... You might as well build a something. Well, this is my point as well. Like, I mean, I guess it maybe comes down to Bernard that he's just not well-liked because he comes across as a bit dickish, I guess. Like, he'd be voted out first on Survivor. But, yeah, um, would but like, I mean, if Jack did this, I'm sure everybody... Oh, let's do it. Let's <laughs> get the rocks. Come on, everybody. <laughs> Be a good bonding moment for everyone. They could sing song. You? There's no. There's like, no. They don't reason. have to rush it. Yeah. There's no reason. Like, just put a rock a day. Like you've been there for like sixty odd days. Like you know, yeah, you... just an hour a day and just chat and get to know each other. Yeah. 
I mean, I just, I, I, yeah. I, I kind of like, I get the whole storyline. I'm not dumb, well, I, I am dumb, but like, it's. I just think like, if I'm on this island, like, why not? <laughs> yeah. Um. Wow. But- that was nice. <laughs> uh, well. <laughs> you caught me mid-burp, and normally you're the one who burps on the show. But, um, you never hear that because I edit them out. <laughs> now you're going to edit extra ones in for me. <laughs> I'm just going to do what I did for like the, the 007 episodes where I had farts and burps in without telling you and Colin. <laughs> yeah. Um, luckily for me, you don't care as much anymore. So you're I really won't, don't. But... <laughs> I'm so lazy with these. I'm like, oh god, I'm gonna edit this. Oh fucking whatever. Click, click, click. Um, but uh, Bernard's off around trying to get people. When he goes up to Echo, and we get hello, Bernard, <laughs> which I just lost my shit at knowing like I was no hello, 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 Bernard, hello. Uh, he's trying to recruit them, but they're too busy building. And what are you making anyway? Uh, building a church. Uh, can I grab some of these logs? We are using them. Echo is such a troll, like, the whole time. Uh, after they finish with the tailies, he's just been walking around this island in monotone, just, hello, can I borrow a saw? <laughs> hello, Anna Lucy. Can I have some logs? We are using them. Like, he's just, who is he? Who are he's you? He's here, and he's, we are using them. What does, what does Bernard um, say, like, Oh, you live with a guy for 48 days and he doesn't write, he doesn't Oh, call. yeah, you don't write? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love Bernard. I love um, yeah. And then, oh, this must be so frustrating. He's, he talks about, I'm trying to get a saved. And uh, Echo says, people are saved in different ways, Bernard. Oh, oh come on! <laughs> this is the same guy who's like, I will pray for them. I will pray for them yeah. too. Just give me an answer! It's like I'm not I'm not uh bagging out religion or anything, but the whole saying of God moves in mysterious ways. It's like such a cop out, like people are saved in different No! Like just I'm trying to get us saved. Um That's a good song by you two. <laughs> he moves uh, um, in mysterious I think I liked you better when you just hit people with your stick, <laughs> which is great, but it's totally stealing an Anna Lucia line, but it's still great. Um, and then Charlie, I like this. I like you just the way you are. <laughs> oh, Charlie Echo bromance. Um, apparently, Charlie's all cheery now. What happened to emo drug Charlie? But, um, this is a guy who can murder, murder someone in cold blood and get over it in a day. So, God, this is um, perhaps one of the best episodes of Lost ever because I'm reading my notes here. My next note is Froger and Craig have quit doing the sign. <laughs> Oh my god, that's just all the answers we're getting this week. Frogan and Craig have quit. Um, They're going to make science out of rocks. Hurley wants to sketch the letters. That's funny. Uh, Alright, we need to hold these boulders. I I can sketch the letters. We all have jobs, Hurley. Oh. Uh, And then Jin wants to quit. I love this. I love Jin. Angry Jin. Yeah, uh, I'm... I didn't look before, but I'm opening my book now. I'll see if they've got the translation. Oh, God, he's starting uh, to read and not talk now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what happened there. You're a wizard, Harry. Dumbledore. No, it's not Dumbledore. Who was that? Hagrid. That's the one. I don't get why Nikki Stafford doesn't put the translations for, like, the bits where you actually want to know. So, I'm sorry. I don't know what Jin says here. Um, he's like, fuck annoying. you. I'm leaving. 
Yeah, I wanted to know. I'm sure it's on the internet, but I'm too lazy. Uh, Bernard's trying to recruit Sawyer, um, and then he gets mad at Rose because she ruined it, made him look like an idiot. Uh, Rose says that he has a management problem. Dick Rose. Uh, and that she says, you always need to do something. And then Bernard says, well, you wouldn't be here if I didn't need to do something. Um, uh, Gin's hauling rocks, and Bernard gets mad at him for doing it wrong. I like Bernard, but he is a bit demanding on this whole sign thing. It's like, you know, do we need it done right now? Um, and Gin quits here. He's like, yelling at him. And then, come on, Rose, Rose. Sorry. He leaves. Um, and then this is, I guess, a bit of a crossover from the other plot line, but we have Locke sitting on the beach. Uh, I love this little exchange. Rose, you're in my spot. Locke, I can move. Rose, can you? <laughs> like, sassy dick Rose, but funny Rose. Um, Locke says he's done with the hatch. Um, and Locke says that Jack said it was four weeks to recover. And then Rose, honey, you and I both know it's not going to take that long. That's the first sign of, oh, Rose knows something about Locke. Um, and that obviously ties in with the flashback bit with Locke in the wheelchair. Um, I like their little exchange here. Mildly floating. Um, yeah, mild floating between Locke and Rose. That'd be a nice uh, so, Yeah, I mean, Bernard and Rose is better. But. True. Uh, so then sad, Bernard is just left to himself to make the sign. Oh, it's just sad. Um, Rose has brought him some food. Uh, and then, she, oh, I didn't mention that she told him that she was lying about Isaac. Uh, she, she apologizes, and this is where she tells him that she hasn't felt the cancer since the crash. Uh, she says, it's this place, and she says, trust me, I know, and that's where we cut to the flashback with Locke, how she knows that this place is special. Uh, Rose is like Walt and Locke. She doesn't want to be rescued because uh, she's scared it will come back if she leaves, which it probably would because we see that with Locke when he leaves the island. Uh, so Bernard, it's so sweet. He decides he won't he's not going to leave if Rose isn't going to leave. And as far as we know, they stay on this island for the rest of their life. Um, at least nice. by the end of the show. Yeah, it's sweet. They just got each other and he thought it would be a year, but now he gets to spend many years. Um, I like it. Like, Well, we built this house in 1975, uh, but we have no idea what year it is right now. Yeah. Um, so that's sweet. It's happy endings for Rose and, then we get a bit of Otis Redding, um, so my Shazam tells me. Um, I thought you just knew what you were talking about there. I was like, oh, smart Noah. And uh, a montage of people being happy to end out the episode, or at least for this part of the storyline. So it's filler, but it's more about the character moments than the sign. This is never really meant to be about getting them rescued. No one ever thought, oh, they're going to see a plane or anything. It's all the character stuff, and I love how she talks to Locke and how it plays with that flashback. So it's it's sweet that we had a Rose and Bernard episode. I'm not sure I have much to, else to add on it, but I'm glad we got it. It's, it's sweet. Dick Rose, but she comes around in the end, and I like the twist of she was healed, and she tells Bernard for the first time. Just like in Survivor, where they should bring back the SOS challenge, you know, I think kind of... Uh... <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I, again, I just don't see why they just can't build this damn sign. It's not going to hurt them, and, like, it, it could get them rescued, so why not? 
But um, season three when Claire, let's catch the pigeons and put notes to them, and they're gonna fly back and get us rescued. Shut up, Claire. Um, but yeah, I, I do. Um, I like the fact that you kind of have you know spoiler alert this couple that stays on the island. I don't know. You just feel that there would be people like that if you know what I mean. That would be like, yeah, well, this isn't too bad. Like, it's kind of better than what we had, so why the hell not? We don't pay taxes, you know? We're catching food, we're doing this, like, cool. Um, we don't know if Hurley runs the island in the end. Maybe he does introduce taxes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you owe us this money. The interesting thing here, which I'm sure you might have said in the trivia uh, when you get to it, but the, the fact that um, this is the last time we see Rose until, like, the end of next yeah, season. Season three. Like, That's holy crazy. crap! <laughs> There's a reason for that because they brought in two new background characters, but yeah. they didn't really. Pay them, so. They can they can only, they're only allowed to show a uh, a black female actor like twice in a season. Um, that's like the rules of on Lost. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's not a lot of black female characters. Is there? Um, is there any after outside of Rose? At this well, point, there's there like not lead characters in uh, two two episodes time. We we'll get a black character, Miss Clue. Uh, but she's not like a lead character. Naomi's, um, I mean, she's yeah, she's she's not white, mixed maybe. Yeah, um, Mel B. Mel, Mel, um, but yeah, Mel B's on Lost. Um. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's get uh, let's get to our heroes, the A Team, the hot people, the interesting storyline of this week. Like, they barely intersect at all because it's like, well, we'll have the Rose and Bernard thing, but we need to have our Jack and Kate. Um, so Locke is trying to redraw the map from lockdown, the blast door map. Uh, ben has gone on a hunger... St- I think we can just call him Ben now. Uh, has gone on a hunger... Do you think that's cool that you have a... I mean, you've got a very common name, but you've got an awesome, sadistic, one of the best TV characters ever named after you. That's kind of cool. Yeah, they're named after me. Um, <laughs> Damon called me up one day. He's like, hi, Ben. Can I call? Um, I mean, I like it. It's kind of... The, the thing I find, like, you know, like, if you've got a name... I mean, everyone's got a name, but, like, it's like a, like a famous person. Like, if you're... If you, we're Britney. Everyone's going to call you Britney Spears or, you know, like a name that's kind of only associated with like one person. Like, I swear I've never had somebody say to me like, oh, hi, Ben Linus or hi, Ben Affleck or, you know, it's... That's I've, because it's like the most common name in the I've, world. I mean, I've, I've had Benjamin Button because um, I'm old, apparently. Started off old and I'm becoming young. I guess I kind of look like Brad Pitt, maybe. Um, and, you know, bend over, bend down, but... Yeah, I mean, I guess it's kind of cool. I've never really thought about it, to be honest. It's just you hear the name, Ben. Okay, yep, hi. But um, That's the difference between a common name person and a not common... Yeah, I've never really thought about it. Well, meanwhile, but, like but, the one show... They're called Noah! Oh, my God! But, or they're called Davidov! Oh, my God! Use my name! You're like... You're cool, though. You're the guy who got a boat and, like, you know, took animals and shit. Russell Crowe played you. I mean, uh, I don't know if I'd call the Bible cool. Well, you read that bit about what was a goat or something like that, if you're not circumcised <laughs> or something. But, I mean, you've got a few. There's a few famous. Noah Wiley, good actor. Do you know who that is? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Big fan of his, I see. <laughs> I love I Noah he might be the, I think he might be the only good-looking person called Noah. Oh, don't tell yourself shit. Noah, I've you're a good-looking some... person. I've met like some Noahs around, and <laughs> they're all ugly. There's never, 
there's never a cool person. They're all nerds or weird <laughs> or just there's never just a normal person called Noah. Well, I mean, again, you kind of like out of all the biblical characters, though, outside of like Jesus and Moses, I mean, you're probably like the third off the rank. Um, yeah, so, I mean, in 10 years' time, like, every kid nowadays is called Noah, but, um... Let's type in famous in Noah. Generation. If I type famous Noah, it comes up with Noah. Oh, Noah Cyrus! Miley Cyrus' sister! Who's that? Miley Cyrus' sister. Sister? Sister, yes. <laughs> it's a girl's name, too, apparently. Uh, never heard of her. Literally the only person that comes up for famous Noah is Noah Cyrus. Not even Noah Wiley. That goes to show how well ER dates people. That, like, you know, nearly a decade on from ER ending, and even when he's, like, gone on to be in that, what was that, Invasion show, and he was in that library Oh, that series. was so bad. Poor old Noah Wiley. John Carter, one of my favourite TV characters of all time. Aw. Um, Hashtag bring back Noah Wiley. Oh, Noah Schnapp. He was on uh, Stranger Things, but oh, he plays, like, the weird... That is Karen, the Australian um, actor, Noah Taylor. He was, um... All these people that... You know oh, Noah... Oh, yeah, he's cool, isn't he? He was in, um... The, he was in, uh... The Tomb Raider movies. He was in a movie yeah, with Daniel Craig. Come on! <laughs> he, he is cool, actually. He's actually um, been in lots of things. Like, he is... Yeah, he's cool. Um, but I'm just looking... Like, all these people are teenage... Noah... Noah... Ja- the Noah Jacob. Oh, the don't... Noah... There you go. Noah mama. Jacob! Jacob, Noah, man in black. <laughs> the Noah Monk. Uh, oh, Noah Gray KB. He was in Heroes as the small kid. Uh, and also Claire's dad in Heroes. Are you on famousbirthdays.com? Yeah. <laughs> I'm looking at um, that too. Oh, Noah Crawford. He played the young version of Earl in my name. Two references to my name is Earl in one that episode. Is a, that is the first what time my name... It's the first time my name is Earl has been referenced in like eight years. Like... Yeah, he did play the young Earl. What's he, Jason so Lee? Earl. Is that his name? That was, that was a funny show, My Name is Earl. Yeah, I liked the, the first season. I have not heard of any of these Noahs except for... How is Noah Wiley the 31st most famous No, no seriously, Noah? click on these people's names. Haven't we established this website is ridiculous? Because, like, look at number 26. Noah Anderson, a three-year-old YouTube star, <laughs> is more famous than Noah freaking Wiley, all right? <laughs> I mean, I get the Stranger Things one being number one, because that's, like, the biggest show at the yeah. moment. But Noah Anderson... Three years old. Noah Wiley. Um, Noah who, Wiley. Very Jonathan LaPaglia. Who was formerly on the 50 most beautiful people in the world list. He played Steve Jobs on a on a on like a TV movie in the 1990s. Like, this guy at ER's peak, the number one... Like, you talk about Lost being the number one TV show. Ten years previous to Lost, ER was the number one television show uh, in the world. You know, George Clooney, you know, Julianne Marguerite, all these people that have become big household names. Like... Noah Wiley was kind of a huge star at the at the peak of ER now. Like, no one knows who he is. <laughs> he must like, hate George Clooney. <laughs> he's very JLP, though, now. I love him. At the picture. I am. Um, um, my, my friend who lived in Vancouver, uh, she worked at a, a cinema, and he lived in Vancouver when he was filming Falling Skies, and he used to always come into the cinema with his wife and kids and go to the movies, and she'd always talk to him, and he apparently was very nice. That's my yeah, story about Noah I've, Wiley. I haven't heard of <laughs> 50 people there. I've heard of like three of them and they're hardly famous. So it's Noah Wiley and Noah Taylor, I guess. And in terms of characters, um, yeah, Claire's dad on Heroes. She's hot, so I would be her daddy. 
Hell yeah, I'd be her daddy in more ways than one. He was called Noah. Um, we, in, in, our Star, in our Star Wars recap series, there was a Noah on one of the Ewok movies. <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> Wasn't he like the wizard or something? No, I can't even fucking remember those movies. <laughs> um, so, yeah, and then the, the guy with the big boat, I guess. Yeah, him, I've heard of him. Um, so, yeah, so there's you with, oh, I don't really notice when, like, <laughs> um, I mean, you've got Coach Wade named up. Yeah, but it didn't take till season 35 to actually have somebody referred to as Ben on Survivor. Like, every other Ben had a nickname. We had Benry, uh, even Ben Browning, wasn't he Benjamin or something like that? So, like, it was kind of in, just a flat-out Ben on Survivor. Um, and then I had Dud Ben on Australian Survivor. Thanks for that, mate. Oh, there was a uh, Noah and Saskia, that terrible kids show. From like I've heard of that. Um, there was a, a Filipino TV action fantasy series called Noah. Noah the Dentist. Oh. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> what's the bet? The the first kind of famous Noah character will be a dentist. I've typed in Noah oh. the dentist, and the first thing that comes up is Noah freaks DMD Mount Vernon WA dentist. Um, yeah, I'm excited to be practicing at the Skagit Valley Family Dental Center. It is nice to be back home in Western Washington, and I look forward to meeting new patients and staff. <laughs> cool. Yeah, that's me. Uh, I was the only person in my high school with my name. Um, but now, uh, after Noah Anderson, aged three, it's it's hip. So, all the kids are called <laughs> Noah now. <though. laughs> There's obviously some um, YouTube star called, like, obviously one of those ones who's famous. But if you type in Noah the Dentist and click on Google Images, there's, like, screen caps from, obviously, some of his vlogs. And there's, like, this one of, Noah has eight cavities! <laughs> Exclamation mark oh. with, like, a shocked emoji. <laughs> God, YouTube is stupid. Oh, there's a there's a basketballer with the last name of Noah, uh, Joachim Noah. He's played the Chicago Bulls. Now he plays for the Knicks, I think. But, um... Nice, oh, like well, him. last names don't count, because then you've got Trevor Noah. Well, I mean, it's still the name. <laughs> um, anyway, let's get back into this episode. What did you say at the um, beginning of this? We shouldn't take long on this one, because the next episode we'll be talking for a long time. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I can't complain, because I'm sure Adewale doesn't get many TV characters named after him. So, um, poor AAA. Uh, so, Ben's gone on a hunger strike. Uh, Jack is tired of waiting. Not living He's up to the to Ben name. To- <laughs> no, <laughs> no. <laughs> he's trying to talk to Henry, changing his bandage. He tells him that he's going to go out to the line. They aren't supposed to cross, and he's going to trade Ben for Walt. Uh, and then they'll never give you Walt. Um, I love that line. It's kind of like, oh, it's creepy. God might give you Walt. Right in these next two episodes, but um, Anna Lucia offers to come, but uh, Jack is the voice of the audience and turns her down. <laughs> gets rejected. Just go sit there um, until you get shot next episode, Anna. Yeah. Uh, we have a nice little bit of Sawyer on Kate collecting oysters, apparently. <laughs> I mean, you know what they say about oysters, so... Um, They're disgusting. <laughs> and then we... Uh, great line from Sawyer. Oh, happy day. Here comes Dr. Giggles. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great one. Dr. Giggles. Um, Jack invites Kate along, but Sawyer's thinking, and you wanted to invite me because I've got the gun. No, I was actually inviting her. <laughs> um, 
K degrees, so Jack's back in. He's he's real and pushing it for him. He's about to grab her again. Don't run away from me. Kiss me again. Rape kisser. Um, so Locke's listening to records in the hatch. He's failing with his drawing. He wants to talk to Ben uh, and Lucy. Well, you can talk to him. He's yelling. Oh, this is so good. Uh, he's not replying. Locke's shouting, and that smirk from Michael uh. Emerson just sitting, just oh, gives me chills he's so good like he doesn't even need to talk he can be on a hunger talking strike and just be amazing did you see the uh, uh caption for the picture on lostpedia <laughs> no what does it the, the captions are the, they've got the screenshot of ben smirking and this, the caption says henry takes glee in his ability to manipulate john <laughs> uh, i mean that is a look Aww. of glee i guess uh, <laughs> takes glee <laughs> <laughs> and that's uh, how so Ryan Jack- Murphy came up with that TV show. He looked at yeah, Lostpedia. Glee! There we go! Um, uh, so, Jack and Kate are walking through the jungle. <laughs> I love this line. Like, oh, you invited me along. Well, I asked Saeed first. <laughs> yeah. turn me down. Like, Jack, this is your inn. I, I'm no expert on this topic, <laughs> but I know that this is not your way in. I asked Saeed, but no, you're like, yeah, I really wanted you because you're good at tracking. Um, I really love spending time with you. But no, I asked Saeed first. He turned me down, so you were fourth down the line. <laughs> Boone I want to know why Saeed turned him down. Like, no, Jack. Is there a, de- no, where, where a deleted, deleted scene, maybe, or...? No, I don't think I've ever seen a scene of Saeed. No, Jack. Uh, <laughs> That's all the scene is. Hey, Saeed. Hello, Jack. Would you like to come and walk with me? No, thank you. Okay, I'll no, go Jack. ask Kate. <laughs> He's too busy digging his hole, yeah. uh, which we'll see next week. Um, Jack only asked Kate because they didn't want her. And then he calls Kate damaged goods. <laughs> Jack has really lost his edge, hasn't he? Like, you know, you know it when I'm checking you out. Like, He's really, really lost it. Uh, and then dumb Kate. It's like, oh, what's this doll? Picks it up. <laughs> and Jack and Kate end up in a net trap. Uh, and then I love Kate. Sorry. <laughs> Cut to commercial. Um, <laughs> the fucking I, you would see a baby in this jungle where there's like others and polar bears. Oh, what's this? It's so like freaking... <laughs> it's uh, Chewbacca in Return of the Jedi. Like, Chewie, No! <laughs> Can you reach my lightsaber? <laughs> yeah. Um, so, I love this in the finale. Uh, Sawyer asks Kate about what happened when they were there, and she says, oh, we got caught in a net. And then Jack, he's later talking to Jack. He's like, oh, so you hooked up with her. You got caught in a net. And he's like, what? No, we really weren't caught in a net. Uh, so, it's kind of played as a euphemism later on, which is just funny. Uh, but they're up in the net, apparently, for some reason. Uh, they needed, like, this must have been so awkward to film, right? Like, they're yeah. so close and so personal. Like, I, I'm sure they were, at this point, two seasons in, comfortable with each other. But this is next level. And I imagine they had to film this scene all day to get all the different angles and takes and everything. So, uh, yeah, they really must have known each other quite well by the end of this day. Dominic um, Monaghan was jealous. Uh, maybe this is where they broke up after this episode. I bloody saw you know? what you're doing with Matthew. He's Scottish now, apparently. <laughs> um, so they're in the net trap. Uh, it's Russo's. It could be a week before she shows up. Apparently Jack has Russo's schedule. <laughs> I just wanted to pop up. Hello. Bonjour. <laughs> I'm here. Did you get my um, baby? 
Did you see my baby? Oh, what a little trap it was. I leave now. See ya, bye-bye, um, au revoir. But Jack wants to get the gun because he's going to shoot the rope. <laughs> um, I, I know Kate can do everything, but this is just crazy. Uh, Kate gets it out of his pants. Uh, <laughs> well, hang on, they... hang on, back up. Say that line again. <laughs> well, they may as well have gone there. Kate gets it out of his pants. Ooh, this sounds like Fifty I mean, Shades of Grey. I feel, like, I feel like they should have just Sawyer and Anna Lucia this up right here because awkward net sex. I mean, I mean, when are you ever going to get the chance to say that you were in a position to have awkward net sex? Like, I think that would be a good I, list on on like a website. Top five sex scenes in a net. Number one, like, lost. Oh, that sounds like just a slut called a net. <laughs> <laughs> now, there's something we need to talk about. Famous Annettes. <laughs> Annette Benning. Uh, um, that's it. <laughs> this net, I'm lost. Um, but, yeah, when are you going to get that chance? They should have seized the opportunity. This should have been Jack's like, well, why we're up here. Um, <laughs> uh, but they should... Scooge over a bit. Yeah, they, they shoot the rope and they fall down. I it's like just, this scene. I kind of. I like the scene, but it's just a bit silly. It's it's like I don't know, like net flirting. <laughs> like it just it feels so natural. Like you kind of you're right though. Like it's so awkward for them to film this, but just the, like you almost feel like they're not acting in a way. Just the way they're kind of like laughing at each other and awkwardly like trying to get stuff. So uh, I just I don't know. It just feels like a very natural scene between these two, and I kind of like the fact that you know. Um, like what, when, what does Jack say when Kate misses? Like, oh, have another shot. Oh, what we go through the entire clip. Um, and then they just like, well, fall down. Um, yeah, I like it. That's good. Mild net flirting. It's nice. Um, so it's pouring down with rain, much like it is in real life for me right now. Uh, and you know, something's always going to happen when it's pouring down with rain on Lost Island. Um, Kate tells Jack about the medical station. Um, she talks about the costumes, the fake beard and the makeup kit. Uh, uh, Mr. Friendly, he's got to do his nails all right. He, he's, he's very pampered, Mr. Friendly. Um, I love this line. When, when were you going to tell me about this? I love Kate. When you decided to let me back into the club. <laughs> like, they're so self-referential. Like This is Aww. an arts line, but now they're just like, nah. Yeah, we are the bosses of this island. We are the ones that do everything. When were you going to let me back into the club? Where's the election um, episode? Like, they have a ballot <laughs> for president. You know, who's in the Senate? Who's in the, you know, the council? <laughs> yeah. Well, Hurley is food. Hurley's the food minister. Minister of agriculture and food. Boone's the everything um, minister. I'll do it! <laughs> uh, so, they arrived at the... The line, and Jack's screaming out for the others. I like this bit where he's like, come on, come out. And Kate, no one's here, no one's here. Uh, Locke goes back into the hatch. Um, Anna says, I pressed your button, Locke. It's not my button. So Locke's slowly losing faith in the hatch at this point. Yeah, this will play a huge part in the finale, but Locke's kind of, his faith is being tested here with the hatch. Um, and then awkward, like they've just been in a net, mild net flirting. They're on this track. Uh, I mean, Jack, you shouldn't have called her damaged goods because then Kate apologizes for kissing Jack. <laughs> like, poor Jack. He's invited her on this date. Like, she's really been with Sawyer a lot lately. And then, I'm sorry I kissed you. And then, Jack, I'm not. 
<laughs> oh, that's because you kind of forced yourself on her, so of course you're not. Um, Jack, by the way, I'm gay also. Um, <laughs> that was the first time I've ever kissed a girl. I'm a virgin. <laughs> I'm sorry I forced myself on you, but it's, it's okay because uh, there's something I need to tell you. Um, and then the end of episode, Michael shows up. Remember him, kids? Uh, so this is kind of a fun little cliffhanger to lead into next week. Michael's here. Two He's black back. actors in one episode of Lost. Holy shit. <laughs> Breaking TV ground. The, 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 the space-time continuum's about to break. <laughs> Actually, three rows, of course. Three? Like, Jesus, what the oh. hell's going on? This is, this is, wow. <laughs> this should be on BET this week. Um... Of Texas Ben. I'm like, oh, it's Rose's episode, so he's talking about Rose and Michael. And then you're like, Rose even? Three? <laughs> <laughs> like, it's her own episode. Um, sorry, Rose. Um, it goes in, like, one second of it. So it's, is Michael. It's a great... Like I I like how, you know, it's Michael, like, oh, you know, here he is. And I remember watching this for the first time. Because, like, I guess us watching these, you know, so closely back to each... I know we're doing these every week. Um, but, you know, like, people know that we're not watching these every week like we're watching these all lumped together so it's kind of like when you watch these close to each other it's not as shocking like oh we only saw michael like six episodes ago or however long it was but um obviously when you're watching this spread out it's going to be like months since you've seen him so you're like yeah, holy shit like- i remember him he was that one who yelled out what all the time um but why is it ever explained why the others don't come out at this point is that like in michael's flashback episode just okay. wait two weeks' time. Or right. three weeks. Yeah. Sorry, I'm impatient. Um, this is the first episode to have flashbacks centering around guest stars. Um, cool. Okay. Um, hang on, just say something for a second. Read out one trivia line or something. Um, okay. Uh, stuntman, stuntman Kim Kosky played Neil Lit on Fire. Okay, that's all I needed. Um, so... <laughs> Michael, you know, it, we talked about how Michael is hardly uh, in season two, blah, blah, blah. Um, I was looking at the season two for Lostpedia page the other day, and kind of interesting is that Michael is in 16 episodes out of 24. Uh, same number as Sun. So oh. even though it seems like he's not in much because he disappears, uh, same number as Claire. Uh, Libby is only in two two more episodes than him, and so is Saeed and Echo. So it seems like Michael was barely in it, um, because he disappears. But yeah, same episode number as Sun. Um, cool. Shannon's in six. Remember her? Boone's in one. Uh, he's well, mentioned. Kind of. he's, he's mentioned in the trivia on this episode. <laughs> Did you notice that? <laughs> Uh, read it out for him. Uh, Rose accidentally dropped her pills at the airport and Locke, still in his wheelchair, picked them up for her. She is one of only three crash survivors to know about Locke's paralysis. The other crash survivors who found out about it are Sawyer, as of the Brig, and Boone in Dos Dus Ex Machina. You know I'm not going to say that one. Uh, it is also possible, probable, that this is a secret Locke told Walt. Ooh! Why couldn't they have um, had Boone at the airport for a cameo? Boone was there. They just cut it out. Like, you know Ian Summerhold yeah. is there. He just, he hasn't <laughs> they left. They filmed it. But... He's like, there. come um, in the cameo, please. No, no, Ian, it's all good. Um, your vampire show's filming. Oh, but I'm on a break. This is kind of interesting. Uh, the events of this episode are loosely based on the life of Elle Scott Caldwell, whose husband had cancer and died a year after marrying her. That's kind of um, 
Interesting. I love how they say loosely. It's like, well, except that they didn't get well, cured at all. The Rose room. didn't die. So. It's interesting. Like that that line, the um, the one that Rose says, like when you've got something in you that shouldn't be there. <laughs> You feel... No, no. Kevin Spacey's victims. Hang on, that shouldn't be there. But it's like it's an interesting line. Like, I mean, I know it's a TV show and not everything's real, but um, I'd like to, you know, wonder if that's a thing. Like, if that's like a thing that people who have a tumor or something know. Like, I never asked my mum that. I mean, random question to ask you. Hi, mum. Uh, do you feel this in you? Um, that, oh, hang on. Uh, <laughs> Can we just isolate that sound? <laughs> oh, no. A- add it to the, the court case evidence, please. <laughs> Exhibit B. I don't think hey, I've... mum, can you feel this issue? <laughs> I don't think I've been ever more Tasmanian in the sentence I just said. Let's, um, let's move oh, past there's gonna that. Be so many... I need someone who just isolate all the sound clips together for evidence, please. Fingering. I want my hymen to grow back. Mum, can you feel this in you? Hi, <laughs> Mum, can you feel this? Uh, but yeah, it is an interesting thing, um, concept as to whether or not you can feel it or you're just in pain and there is no kind of, like, to uh, speak with people who have recovered and then maybe get it back. Is there this kind of feeling? Yeah. Um, uh, just a so random thing I was that, thinking of. Sorry, that's got nothing to do with anything we were talking about. <laughs> well, um, I mean, either one of us or... At least a few people listening to this probably will get to experience that sometime in our life. So one of you and I will. Uh, so yeah. Uh, well, what is it? It's like one in four or oh, something. It's, like it's, that. it's actually a very scary statistic. Uh, yeah, it's it's ridiculous. You never want to read it because you're like, holy fuck! Like if I'm in a room with like thirty people, then like yeah, half of us are gonna die. Of well, I mean we're all gonna die, but like half of us are gonna die from. Okay, let's just not talk about that because it's scary when you actually start to think about the fact that I'm gonna die one day. But uh, anyway. Some people didn't die. Like only like, oh, you were born with the dying gene. Well, Stan oh, no, you Lee were born with the immortality gene. Stan Lee's like been around forever. Like that guy hasn't died, except of course by the time we release this, he's probably died. Like as soon as we <laughs> well, can stop, probably has. Can you imagine? Like legitimately, because again, we recorded this probably about like six months before we released it. He probably has died in the six months period. We've killed another one. <laughs> He's an old dude, so I would not. So, just a disclaimer: we recorded this at the end of 2017. So, yes, rest. He is down. 95 people. All right. Like- <laughs> so there's a high, high, high likelihood that Stanley will be dead, um, which is sad. Rest in peace. Um, so that's SOS. I don't believe there's any questions or answers. Really. Uh, do we have a who is Rosen Bernard question? Um, yeah, I've got nothing. Um, Will they get... Or what? what where, I guess, where was Michael? But, I mean, we're going to get that answer no. in, what, like, two episodes, aren't we? Yeah. So. Uh, yeah. Uh, so, let's get into the rankings. We're going to buy, we're going to rent, we're going to bin. I think people know probably what both of us are going to do with this episode, but what are you going to do, Ben? Tell us about SOS. Well, I don't know what we're going to do, because I assume maybe this might be, like, a... Well, it's not a bin. Um, so thanks Dave for that breaking transmission last week. Um, I mean, it's either a high rent or a low buy. Um, and I'm kind of nervous if I pick the wrong one, you're going to go off at me. Um, <laughs> I know what I'm doing. No matter well, you what go you first. <laughs> <laughs> I'm binning this. No, um, 
No, I'm going to rent it. Like, it is sweet. I wouldn't even really say high rent, like a, a medium rent. Like, um, that's how I also like my steaks, apparently. Medium rent. Um, mm. Like, it's not the fourth worst. It's sweet. Even the Jack and Kate stuff is decent enough. And the cliffhanger. And I like that we got the Rosenberg. I like, love the stuff with Locke in, in the flashback. Um, I wouldn't say buy, though. I just feel like it's too insignificant in the long run. And it, even though it's sweet, it's not one I would just go, oh, I want to watch an episode of Lost uh, SOS. Um, and, you know, the flashback's sweet, but it's not groundbreaking. So it's definitely a good one. I would be a defender of this episode, but I would say more rent than a buy. Because if you think of the buy episodes, like Walkabout, Pilot, like Days Ex Machina, Do No Harm, Man of Science, Man of Faith, I don't think SOS belongs in that category. Yeah, I'm going to rent it too then. Um, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> like, I was thinking rent, but I'm kind of thinking like, shit, are we meant to be buying this or something like that? Um, like, Ben, this is so obviously a buy. Like, oh my God. Ben the bandwagon. Yeah. <laughs> hey, how did you know my real nickname? Um, yeah, I agree with everything you said. Wow. What a glowing review. Um, you know, it, it is my goal one day to have my name printed on the back of a DVD in a review. <laughs> I agree with everything the, the above reviewer said. The, the best, I, I think I've said this on air before, but I remember when I worked at Sanity, the greatest one I ever saw um, was on the front, I think it was Kung Fu Panda. It literally had the quote, most awesome movie ever, Rove. <laughs> <laughs> I think the best one... I ever saw was this terrible shitty zombie movie um, uh, that my brother bought. Like, it's terrible. It's like a homemade movie, pretty much. (laughs) No, terrible zombie movie. And the review was like, five stars, awesome zombie, uh, awesome zombie movie, so fun or whatever. And then the reviewer was like, (laughs) zombiebloodgore.com or something. (laughs) It was probably their website who made it. It's the Channel 7 method when they're like getting up to one of their shows and they use like Facebook comments. This show looks good. You know, John Smith, Sydney. I'll watch this at BigBoobLover69 from Twitter. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, So that's SOS. Uh, Fun episode. Not the fourth worst ever. Like, who are we, Peter Travers? Um, so, moving on. Next, whew, two for the road. Um, yeah, Lost at its best. This is a great episode. Uh, and not just because of uh, the ending. The number one. Really, this episode holds two. up. <laughs> yeah, um, more than likely. But it's not just because of the ending. It's like, if this was a great episode with just I mean, a boring episode with just a good ending. I wouldn't build it up just because of the ending. Um, it's like a Survivor episode. If the, ep- the tribal's good, but the rest of the episode's boring, you're not going to overly talk up the episode. Um, but it's a really good episode all around from start to finish. There's some great character stuff in it. Uh, there's some funny moments. I really like the flashback. Um, yeah, I'm big on Two for the Road. We're really into that home stretch where pretty much episode, every episode going forward for the rest of season two is going to be a really strong one. So we had a rocky kind of middle period, but the ending, we're in for a good landing. I mean, just to get on the bandwagon, I agree with everything you said. Like, I mean, I remember watching this episode live and just the ending, like, holy fuck, like, Jesus, where did that come from? Um, and that's what I like about, you know, a movie or a TV show when 
you do have a, like a massive twist that you are just not expecting. Um, and I, no way in hell was I expecting what happens at the end. Uh, and in two versions of it as well. Like, it's kind of like, oh, it's, yeah. it's a double one. It's kind of like the first bit happens, you're like, holy fuck! And then the second bit happens, you're like, holy fuck! <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So, yeah, I, I agree with you. I'm looking forward to talking about it. Well, you'll probably stop this right now and uh, moving on to the next one if it's released. Uh, so we will not delay you very long, uh, but make sure you leave us a review. Uh, Do it. I think five stars. Zombies were great. Um, five stars. Lostpedia. Five stars. I agree with what he said. Uh, <laughs> so please leave us that review and send us some comments. We like reading the comment um, that we have received. Adam. <laughs> I read send it every us... night before I go to bed. It makes me sleep at night. Thank you. Please send us our second comment. Come on, Adam. Um, was, Adam, right? yeah, was two... it Adam or Aaron? Adam. Yeah, Adam. One of um, the... Give him with A. Insert dentist Scott here. and Steve all over again. Um so, in the meantime, that was SOS. Two for the Road is coming. Can't wait to get into it. Bang, bang. Um, and that's it from me. My name is Noah and Richard Craig. Ralph, come here. My name is Ben. And why is a bag of potato chips bothering me? Thank you for listening to the Oz Network. Don't forget to subscribe to get new episodes delivered to your speakers every week. For more information, hit us up at theoznetwork.net. <laughs>